When will it end? You are Locked on Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Tigers. I'm, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, June 17th, 2022. Thank you for making Locked On Tigers your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. That is including YouTube, as you all know by now. Um, well, there you go. The Detroit Tigers drop. This one, 3-1 to one to the Texas Rangers. Um, I don't know. I don't know. My cold open's a genuine question. If anyone has the answer, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Um, yeah. And look, easy scapegoat in Greg. And if, uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve any any and all heat that he gets. That's not what I'm trying to say. Um, but at the end of the day, he scored one run. He scored one run. Uh, the bullpen's been really good this year. The starting pitching's been able to piece it together and band-aid its way to, to being really productive and keeping you in ball games. You probably have no no uh, no no right being in because your offense is so unbelievably horrible. But, uh, you know, like I said, really easy scapegoat. Really easy to just point at Greg and say, that was horrible, you're the reason we lost. And those wouldn't be incorrect statements. Those are absolutely truths. I'm not saying that that, that those are not true things. Um, and inevitably, I will have people that go, oh, and you're, you're an apologist, because that's just the nature of this industry but uh, you're absolutely correct that uh, greg does not d- does not deserve an apologist that, that was absolutely terrible he could not throw a strike to save his life and all, all that's true but at the end of the day um you're not going to win too many major league baseball games when your offense can only score one run and and one run being scored at this point is, is like a miracle in itself. Let's go through the offense. We're not going to look at, at the runs given up. We're not going to do the aggregate thing. We're just going to go over the offensive performances since how far back do we even want to go? We can have a lot of fun with this. The thing is, I, I could just go in a rabbit hole and just end up going back to opening day, and it would be horrible because this offense is has been putrid. But just for the sake of this exercise, let's go back to June 3rd, okay? It's June 17th, June 3rd, exactly two weeks ago, right? 14 days. That math's right, right? Yeah, sounds right to me. If it's not, you can make fun of me. That's fine. Uh, So the last exactly two weeks since Friday, June 3rd, zero runs, zero runs, four, five, Three, one, three, zero, five, one, zero. That is unbelievable. 
In the last two weeks, you've been shut out one, two, three, four, four times. You've been shut out four times in two weeks. Let that sink in. Turn, turn, the, turn the door knob, open that door up, and let that sink into your living room. Four shutouts in the last 14 days. You have scored one run in one, two, three times in the last 14 games. That means that your offense has scored one or fewer runs in, I already forgot what I said for the shutout, four plus three, seven. Seven of the last 14 days. Doesn't take a mathematician. I'm clearly not one. That's half. That that that's that's seven days in the last fourteen days you have scored one or less run. That is mythical. That is a unicorn. That that is that they they should be writing folk tales about how unbelievably impossible that is. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. I just did a double check to make sure that that I, that I counted that right. That's that that's unreal. I don't believe that, and I've watched all these games. How is that possible? One or fewer runs in seven of the last fourteen days. absolutely embarrassing and ridiculous and we'll get to Gregory Soto and we'll get to to how that was such a a bad and just not clutch performance and and we'll get to that but this offense is it, it, it is mythical it was completely unpredictable. No one could have possibly seen it coming. Even if you were somebody, you know, you're taking your victory laps. Oh, like this offseason actually sucked. I hated the signings all along. No one predicted like one of the worst offenses of the modern era. No one predicted a worse offense than the 2003 and 2019 Tigers. No one predicted half your lineup being in the 10 worst hitters on the planet. No one predicted this, and I don't know the explanation, and no one does, and it's just unbelievable. I keep keep looking over the notes I have to make sure that that's correct. 7 of 14, 1, 2, 3, 4 shutouts, 1, 2, and then tonight is three one-run losses. There you go. Seven of the last two weeks, you've scored one or less. I'm not sure how it's possible. And, and and it's the same story every day. This isn't some, you know, we they keep finding different ways to not score runs. No, no one can get an extra base hit. That's what it's been all year. That what it, that's what it continues to come down to. We had two 
Extra base hits in this one. Living large. Eight hits, two doubles. The rest all singles. We had one walk in this one. So we had nine base runners. Two extra base hits, and they were doubles. This team can't have any extra base hits. This team, a home run is is also is mythical at this point. We're sitting around campfires in the locker room hearing tales about the home run and how once upon a time they used to hit them in this city, in this great, beautiful city that deserves so much more. Once upon a time, creatures roamed the earth that actually hit the ball over the fence. But that hasn't existed for at least six months. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Javi drove a ball today. It was a homer in 18 of 30 parks. Dead center. Little Comerica Park action there. Um that was nice to see. He also swung at a slider that bounced on home plate at one point in a strikeout. But got a hold of got a hold of one. Led to the only run being scored on a sack fly. People asking why we're bunting so much. Um, Harold specifically tried to bunt two times at least, maybe even three. Um, well, you see, um, that's the exact same answer to why they sent Haas early in the game uh, on the Miggy single to right field and, and why Ramon Santiago sent Haasi. Uh, it's, it's, it's the same answer. When you have an offense that literally can't score runs, getting a man in scoring position is a gift from whatever you believe in. And you you can't waste it because uh, if, if they're not going to score, they're not going to score. They're not. One run or less in seven of the last 14 games. Awesome. We'll get into the rest of this great game and, and continue talking about this team. But first, I got to tell y'all about something that I'm actually super pumped about, and that's Athletic Greens. Uh, you guys have, know my story by now. They sent me uh, a box, and and just so you know, hosts, you're gonna sell it. Let's why don't you try it out a little bit? And I did, and now it's something that I use literally every day. And it has changed everything for me and, and my health journey. It's it's phenomenal. And uh, I, I swear by it. I never took anything daily before. Now I do. You just mix it with 8 to 10 ounces of water, 8 to 12 ounces of water, and uh, before you eat breakfast. And that's it. Changes your gut health for the better. Changes your digestive health for the better. Uh, like every anti-aging doctor on the planet, it's like at the top of their recommendations it's so good for you, and it's just green powder. That's it, mixed with water. It's lifestyle-friendly, keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever. It accommodates all of that. Uh, no GMOs, less than one gram of sugar, no nasty chemicals. It has every single vitamin and mineral that your body needs in a 24-hour period, all in a glass of water to start off your morning. Costs less than $3 a day, uh, which means that it is cheaper than your coffee habit every morning. And it's for the price of, of really fixing your health. So go check out 
Athletic Greens. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Water, by the way. Okay. I know it would be pretty on brand if if I was drinking something that wasn't water after that, because I'm recording this right after the game. Uh, But it is water. Very good water. Um, Okay. So let's talk turkey. Let's get back to this game. Um, First, though, I got to tell you about this survey. I've been telling you all about it for the last couple of weeks. Lockdown has put together a survey so that we can learn more about listeners, learn more about what y'all like, what what you what you like, what you don't like about Lockdown Podcast. So go take this survey at uh, LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now, and you will have a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to take this survey, go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you all for your help. Okay, so. The Detroit Tigers dropped this one three to one. Um, we already talked about the offense. Gregory Soto, uh, we we gotta do, well, let's end on a good note. Let's end on a good note. So we'll talk about Brisky in the third. Uh, the bullpen in this one, it's only two people, so it might not be too long of a of a segment here. Um, Michael Fulmer pitched in this one. He got the eighth inning. And he looked really solid. I I didn't think it was the sharpest he's ever looked. And, but uh, it got the job done at the end of the day. Did have a walk. That was a really weird at bat. That walk was. Um, And and I think that uh, it was a long battle, whatever. I'm not losing sleep over, uh, over that. Um, He did have some command issues. I don't think the last pitch, whatever of, of the walk, uh, I'm not sure really played into the big command issues he had, but earlier in in the outing, um, he he did have some issues locating that slider cutter or whatever you want to call it, um, and then he he got it under control and and at the end of the day got the job done. So not not too much to to talk about with Michael Fulmer, and I, I can pretty much guarantee that nobody listening to this really cares about Michael Fulmer's breakdown. Let's get into Gregory Soto: one inning pitched, one hit, three earned runs. A bases clearing double, two walks and a hit batter, but two strikeouts. Uh, that that's a joke. Don't don't. I, I <laughs> it's a joke. I promise. Okay, so Gregory Soto. Um, here's the thing. He he had been doing really well the last twelve or thirteen appearances. He he'd been really solid. And this is his second blown save of the year in mid-June. Um, his ERA is now up to three, which is remarkable considering before this outing it was below two. Uh, he had like a one eight five or a one nine or somewhere around there. Um, this was terrible. This was terrible. The command was was un un fill in the blank. I, unbelievable, unreal uh un- unforgivable i mean i i it's just so it's just so frustrating 
I, I know it's, you know, it's not just frustrating for me. It's frustrating for everybody. I'm sure it's frustrating for him, but it, it, it is. It's, it's so frustrating because he throws in a 100-mile-an-hour sinker. If he could just throw it for a freaking strike, he, he'd be one of the better relievers in all of baseball, truly. But we can't keep playing the, the if game. We can't. We can't keep playing the, the oh, well, if he figures it out or, or, oh, if he has command or, oh, when he's on, we can't keep playing that game. We can't. So he is, like, don't get rid of him. Like, calm down a little bit. Take a little bit of a breath if you're shouting for him to get, like, cut or something. Chill. Okay? He did have a sub-2 ERA going into the outing. But I and, – and, like, here's the other thing. If this team was fighting for the division lead, this would obviously be insurmountably more of a big deal than it even already is because good teams don't have closers that go out there and just immediately walk the first two batters they face and then barely squeak out of a jam. His his K to walk ratio is not good. His ERA is good. His whip has really never been good. His walk per nine numbers have always been just absolutely through the roof. Uh, it's 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 just inexcusable. It, it's just not acceptable for a person that's supposed to be your highest leverage situation guy. You had eight shutout innings, and they had like three hits. They ended with four. Yeah, they had three hits going into the inning. You got two strikeouts. One of them was to end the inning. So you got one strikeout, but you, you walked the leadoff hitter. Then you hit a batter. Then, you, I mean, on the payoff pitch, you spiked the ball into the dirt. It's just, I'm not saying that it's not possible for him to, to, to eventually reach said peak. I'm not saying it's impossible for him to continue taking steps forward, maybe go in a lesser role and figure it out. I'm, I, I'm not saying to get rid of him. Don't don't be that that dramatic. But it's just for for right now. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we can keep doing this. I'm really not. And and that's ridiculous. Not ridiculous. That is that that that's wild. Hearing myself say that after he he has been pretty solid over the last 10 or 10 or 12 appearances. But the thing is, it's, it's always a tightrope act. It's always, oh, well, you know, he's going to walk somebody and it's just a matter of if he can get out of it. It's never just a clean inning. Never. And when he's on, he's on. But we, again, we can't keep playing the what if game. We can't keep playing if and when and, and all that. We, at some point, you have to have somebody just step up and just be the guy. And and again, I, I I'm not saying that he he will never be the guy, but as of June 17th, I I don't know how you justify continue throwing him out there. It was at the beginning of the season he had a little bit of a stretch where it was under control, and and now it's back again. And and I don't think a change is going to happen immediately. And it's not the worst thing in the world because this team isn't winning games. This team isn't scoring runs. And and who even knows when the next time we're even going to have a save situation is. It could be three weeks from now. 
And this could be a non-story for, for the rest of June, for all we know. But we'll see what happens. Unreal. The it, it Just like I said at the beginning, man, when will it end? It's just a, a, a new... A new thing. It's really not even a new thing. Greg's always had these problems, and the offense has been terrible all year. I don't know. All right, let's get into the good. We'll end on a good note. First, I got to tell you all about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Stanley Cup. Hell of a series. Really pumped about it. Uh, Major League Baseball and, of course, the latest fighting news from the MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, everybody. Welcome back to our third and final segment here at Locked on Tigers. So we've talked about the offense and how it continues to be absolutely atrocious. Um, We've talked about Gregory Soto and how I'm not sure anybody in the city of Detroit or the state of Michigan has an ounce of of faith left in him when he takes the bump in a one-run game. We'll see what the future holds with him. I don't have the answers. It's going to be something we're going to have to watch. At the end of the day, it's, it's one game in a very long season, but... The walks and, and the hits batters, that's not one game. That's a reoccurring theme we've seen all year. And that's why this is different. It's not just one blow up. We've been seeing the walks and, and, and the hits batsmen for way too long to just continue ignoring it because he gets out of it sometimes. Most times. Can't have it. It's like the cardinal sin, like the biggest rule of a closer is you don't walk people. And especially you don't walk the first batter out of the pen. And he does it very often. Very, very often. Got to be addressed somehow. So, we'll see what happens with that, like I said. But we did have really good news in this one. Um, It ended up not mattering because the team didn't get a win. But all starts matter when you're a starting pitcher. You only play one every five days. They, They all matter. They all matter. And Bo Brisky was... Absolutely phenomenal in this one. His final line was seven innings, three hits, no runs, two walks, and six strikeouts. Uh, obviously, this team was up one to nothing going into the ninth, um, and and what happened happened. But Bo was really, really good, and there's there's a lot of reasons that I think he was good. First off, established fastball command. He's got a really good changeup, as we've talked about for a long time. He's got a really good slider lately. That's a newer development. The changeup's always been there. The slider is like the last three or four starts. He started throwing it a lot more, and it's been really effective. And this game was no different, um, and, and his last three starts have been no different. So he really does. It's mostly four-seam slider changeup, the occasional sinker, the occasional curveball once in a blue moon. But it's mostly those three pitches, and – in this one, established four-seam command on a 95-ish, 96-mile-an-hour four-seam fastball paired with a slider that was very well located in this one, really ran off the plate at a perfect time to righties, 
went in on the hands at perfect time to lefties. Uh, it tops off at like 87 and a half, 88 almost, which, and, and I like it because it doesn't have so much break where you have to keep it low. Like he can throw that up and in, and it's still a, a very effective kind of pseudo cutter almost. Um, but it does also have the ability to have the shape of breaking low and away to people and and getting swings and misses that way. So I, I really love his, his slider and the fact that it's an adjustment he just made a month ago and it's been working so well for him is is amazing news. Uh, he has not given up a run in, I want to say, 13 innings now, seven, and then he went five and two-thirds of shutout ball his last outing. Uh, and then the Yankees, I think he gave up two runs in, in that outing. So uh, he's, he's, I think... I think Jason Beck or Cody Stavenhagen, I don't remember which, uh, one of them reported it was the longest scoreless inning streak by a Tigers rookie since Michael Fulmer. So that's a fun little stat there. Fulmer obviously had the crazy like 32, 33, 34 inning stretch his rookie year. Um, so a long way to go still till he reaches that. But uh, a really, really good performance. And then the biggest thing is just the changeup is – is looking really good and at the beginning of the year like i said even in the minors the changeup was always the go-to secondary pitch and the go-to swing and miss pitch and i think now that he has another established or semi-established pitch to mix in with the changeup that pitch mix is now pretty lethal and his changeup is able to do so many more things than just hey i need a swing and a miss here let's throw this up there and see if it works now it's uh, he can set up a slider with a changeup low in it. He can set up a fastball with a slider low and away. Like there's there's so many different possibilities now, and I, I I absolutely love it. The whiffs in this one total thirteen whiffs in seven innings. Not a bad number at all. Pretty solid. The CSW centers was twenty three percent, which is low, but the the biggest thing with this performance for me the, the biggest most important thing was that he was missing barrels only four balls hit over 95 miles an hour in a seven inning outing against a major league baseball team is unbelievably impressive uh the average exit velocity was 84.4 miles an hour very very solid uh on the fastball it was 86 and a half ish almost 87 on the slider, it was sub 80. It was about 79 miles an hour. And then the changeup was 89 miles an hour. Uh, and then no one hit the sinker or curveball in play for this one. Only thrown 12 times between the two of those pitches, though. 94 pitches total. The mix, the four seam, 37, led the way. The slider at 27, I love. That's a reoccurring theme we're seeing with, with Scooble as well. A lot more sliders thrown. I love it. Uh, and then the changeup at 18 for this one. Um, and, and for what it's worth, the CSW percentage on the changeup was 28, even though as a whole it was it was 23. So called strikes plus whiffs, that, that's the stat we love for that one. Um, really, really solid number. If you're in the mid-high 20s, that's usually around average. Uh, anything above 30 is really good. So for changeup, almost at 30% there in one outing, we'll gladly take it. Four whiffs on the slider, six on the – sorry, four whiffs on the four seam, six on the slider, three – on the changeup, the changeup whiff percentage was almost 30%, which is obviously a great number too. So those are all the numbers, just speed rounding it. But it, it really is an, an impressive, impressive outing. And, and like I said, we, we break pitches down. We talk about it all the time on this show. You, you, you don't miss anything. You just get barreled up. You miss barrels, but not bats. You miss bats, 
or you miss bats and make people look goofy while missing bats. This is the textbook definition. Uh, he did have 13 whiffs, which is which is solid in, in a seven innings. It's not astronomically high, but it's 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 a good number, right? Um, and and six strikeouts, two in the final inning there, kind of bumped that up. But but six Ks in seven innings is really solid as well. But this was the definition of a just masterclass of missing barrels. Did throw the sinker 11 times. That's obviously a really popular barrel missing pitch, but not a bat missing pitch. Uh, the four seam, well, again, was just pitch mixed so well that it was able to set up soft contact. And the slider was pretty much either a whiff or a, or a dribbler. Like, put in play six times, and, and the average exit velo was under 80 miles an hour. Really, really solid performance from Bo Brisky. Unbelievably, unbelievably, unbelievably solid. I loved it. Okay, I think that's everything. We want to end on a high note. I'm not even going to bring up, do like a final rundown where we bring up what we talked about because I, we want to end on a high note. Bo Brisky was really, really good. Was really good. All we have in this world is hope. <laughs> Bo Brisky. A little bit of hope and then another tough night. Um, thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every day. Make your next listen the ultimate NBA mock draft. The first couple of picks have been made, so search now for the ultimate NBA mock draft. Over 50 insiders, Odyssey experts, the draft experts of Lockdown NBA Big Board. The five-episode ultimate NBA mock draft is underway, so make it your second listen of the day. Thank you all for rocking with me. I really appreciate this, this, the support that this show continues to get and that I can con- continue to get. Um, it, it's really remarkable to me. I know it's probably because everyone's just mad uh, and wants to hear someone else who's mad. And, and uh, you know, I, I feel you. I, I very much understand that. Um, but the fact that this has been such a disastrous season and, and this show has actually grown and continues to grow pretty much daily is uh, is pretty remarkable. So I can't I cannot thank you guys enough for for continuing to uh, to support this network and support this show. It means the absolute world to me. Okay, I think that's it. I think that's all I got. You can still win three or four. Can still win three or four. Let's try to be optimistic. Scoobal on the bump Friday. I'll be back in your eyes and ears. On Sunday. Well, Monday for you. Sunday is when I have to record the show. I'll catch you all on Monday. Have a phenomenal weekend. Have a phenomenal weekend. Try. Try to have a great weekend. Don't let this uh, don't let this team affect your great weekend like it will inevitably do to me. Peace and love. Going to therapy's dope. Don't forget it. And I'll catch you all on Monday, baby. Go Tigers.